American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from Estopan All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast. Powered by the State of Louisville. Welcome to the Bamos Morados Podcast on the State of Louisville Podcast Network. I am Zach. I am here with my buddy Benton. Benton, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? I am doing much better than I thought I would be doing. 90 minutes into that Louisville city game. Yeah, that <laughs> I was, I was stressing out on that one for, for, I was I ready to ball, come but... in hot. I was ready to be furious. Yeah, I was, I was, I was feeling a little pessimistic on there and it was very frustrating because well, I'll, I'll save it. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get into it, it we'll shortly. Into it. Yeah. Let's, we got, we got plenty. We only have one game this week, so we got plenty of time to get into that. So first off, Benton, what are you into this week? Well, with it being the the end of sep- September, this is about where uh, where Oktoberfest really starts to kind of like kick into to gear. I guess like thematically, it's my my pumpkin spice latte, if you will. So I really enjoy the uh, Oktoberfest beers and just kind of all things like German culture, the pretzels and the lederhosen and all that stuff. So I'm really excited about that. In fact, people weren't going to be able to see this on an audio podcast, but. I'm wearing a shirt with a pretzel on it in celebration because I just got that. So looking forward to all that. This is the time of year where I drink the most beer because I'm I'm into that Oktoberfest beer. And you know, strangely enough, the best one is probably one of the most accessible ones to get. Sam Adams Oktoberfest, like it's hard to beat it. There's a lot of other good ones out there, but really like that's probably the like good October flavor. Autumn's a good flavor. Uh, Flavor time of the year. Yeah, so, I think the um, most I'm into the it. most annoying gotcha a person can try to do though is be like, do you know pumpkin spice doesn't have pumpkin in it? Yeah, it's the spice that you cook pumpkin in. We all get that. That's not like a fun <laughs> fact. People need to stop trying to pull that one out. You know, I've never actually had like a. I don't think I've had anything pumpkin spice flavored. I'm just I'm not like a. I don't really normally like pumpkin, but as you said, it's probably not. It's not really that. So I don't know. I need yeah, to try it sometime. Like, I guess check it off the list. You know. I don't really do like lattes, which I guess is kind of the the main thing it's associated it's with. It's just, I mean, it it's like Americanized chai. It's just chai, basically. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot, you got some cinnamon, you got some cardamom, uh, you got some nutmeg, I think, in there. It's like, yeah, it's a, it, it is it's the American equivalent of chai. That's my that's my homework assignment. By the time we record our our next podcast, I will try like a pumpkin spice latte or something. Ooh, that'd be a fun one. Yeah, I should do it, and then I'll come back with my review. It'll probably be pretty mad, but I'll give it a try. <laughs> hey, they're not bad. They're not bad. All right, Zach, what are you into? Uh, 
This week I have been into Dimension 20, the newest season, Mentopolis. Me and, me and Lori have been watching that on the weeknights. For context, uh, Dimension 20 is like Dungeons and Dragons, like live play TV show on uh, it's College Humor Dropout on their streaming service that Brendan Lee Mulligan runs it. But they do these nice, like short seasons, but and and they they pick it's like a completely different story each season. So it's usually like six to eight episodes. Um, it's really fun. Uh, a lot of like fun people on it, and they always have guests on there for most of the seasons but the most recent season uh has been the the setting is it's like inside out it takes place inside of someone's brain and all of the characters are like aspects of their personality but it's like a a noir like detective mystery it's it's like a dark dark city and it is it's really fun and then the the guests are also really fun this season uh hank green one of the green brothers is is on there and plays he's the fix who is the uh the person that they're in the brain of is a scientist and he's he's like his hyper fixation so he when when he when the guy is focused on a thing he's who goes and like uh, intimidates all the other things that could steal his focus away (laughs) it's but yeah it's a it has been really fun this season we we have one episode left we've been like uh consuming that very quickly in the on the after we put chuck to bed on the weeknights i I have a second thing i have to i have to bring up that i'm into this week you kind of like indirectly reminded me i just thought of it during it so um i like i like doctor who but i haven't watched much of it in the past like few years to be honest um i'm about 50 years behind on doctor who so are you an an old who guy (laughs) no i'm not i'm not an any who guy (laughs) oh okay i thought you meant you only watch like the old one i'm like damn um (laughs) No, I you guess know, it's, I'm it's, 60 years behind. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, but I kind of stopped watching like late Capaldi early, yeah. like Lady Doctor. Nothing against Lady Doctor. I just kind of stopped. I guess I've seen I, a couple I of the tenant episodes. I've seen like the I've seen the hits. That's 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 where I'm gonna get. But yeah, like um, I don't know. It's just I guess when I watch series, I like to be able to watch them all at once. And if it's like a week by week thing, a lot of times I just seem to kind of like forget, even if I really like it. So anyway, so I gotta get caught up. But the reason I bring this up is because I just randomly on YouTube happen to see a trailer for um they do specials like like every year. Um mm-hmm. and a lot of times when they're transitioning doctors, which they're about to do. And um this one, this whole David like Tennant's special. Back. I did see that I did see that trailer. Yes. Yeah, the tenth doctor, David Tennant's back, and he's uh, bringing back Donna, who I forget her name. She's like a, a known like British actress. She was like in the office briefly, the uh, the redhead one for you office fans who don't watch Doctor Hill she was donna so they're bringing back them like for a movie and so i'm just like oh summer i'm really excited and reinvigorated again by doctor who so i need to to get caught up and that's another thing i'm about to be into and i have to share you seen good omens no i know he's uh he's in that that's that that's good omens is really great yeah it's uh him and michael sheen uh like an angel and a demon i just uh yeah Lori is really into good omens i enjoyed watching that with her but uh, that's a fun show because it's like a rare case where the the two main characters are very different from each other but also i think the actors that play the two main characters could switch roles and it would still work oh david Tennant's fantastic he can do anything i love him but um so yeah i'm into that if you like uh like like nerdy sci-fi stuff doctor who's just like a ton of fun and if you are into that you probably already know about doctor Who. if you're not into it I think Sorry, you've had plenty lost. of time to 
yeah, find out about Doctor Who because it's been on for 50, <laughs> 50 years. Yeah. Have you ever watched any of the actual old, or any of the old? I, a little I, bit. I like, it's... I watched a little bit of when they, because it was gone for a while and they brought it back. So I, I watched uh, a little bit of when they brought it back and then I saw a little bit of the David Tennant stuff. Whichever one Amy Pond was the sidekick on. I, I watched Smith. Yeah, that, I think that was Matt Smith. Yeah, he was in like Game yeah, of Yeah, it's Thrones like I, I pop in and out of Doctor no. Who, but I don't follow it super consistently. Yeah, not to, not to get too off track. Like I start, I tried watching a long time ago. I, I watched like with the reboot, which is the ninth Doctor, which um, the, Chris Eccleson, and it just did not hook me at all. And then eventually I tried again, but I start with Matt Smith and I loved it. And then I circled back and I still don't like love the Eccleson stuff. Like, but I don't love him. I like uh, Rose, the... Uh... Rose Tyler, yeah, yeah. His his lady friend was good. Um, I there's a really good, uh, like '90s Doctor Who pinball that I've wanted to play for a while, and I've nowhere I've been has had it. So that's one. That's on my like pinball bucket list just to play the Doctor Who game at some point. There you go. But so yeah, I'm looking forward to that special. I don't think it comes out till like Christmas or whatever. So I got plenty of time to get caught up in all the stuff I haven't seen. And with soccer going to be one a good transition with soccer going to be winding down in the we're about to have coming, lots of free in the time. coming weeks. Yeah, I'm going to have the free time to do that. I dedicate. I, I just realized it's this is the time of year when I'm, oh man, I'm not going to have all this stuff coming up, and I realize like how much time I'm dedicating to soccer. I'm like oh my gosh, like also no spoilers <laughs> for the later half of this podcast, but I think I think our free time may be coming sooner than it has in past years. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the game. Though. The game was good. Uh, the last 10 minutes of the game were good. <laughs> it was, well, first off, we have to address the elephant in the room, and that was the horrible weather conditions there. Woo! It's like cold. It was like heavily rainy, and it's apparently very like one directional. And, and I found out afterwards, like kind of going into the little city players. So I guess they get a little bit of a, a little, there's a little bit of slack um, for that first half performance. Before we get any further, we have to shout out the fans and attendance. We had several traveling fans that braved those elements and watched that match. And they rewarded it with two bangers, which we'll get to. So shout yeah, out to the our likes old of man, our old man over 30 league team captain Chris was Yeah, I was gonna shout Chris, was Bob Lazinski. There's a there's a handful of people. There were probably as many Louisville people braving the weather as Loudon people. So good for you guys. But anyway, as far as the the match goes. Like you said, like it ended well. Like we got we we got what we needed out of that, but it was. I have some thoughts. It was frustrating. Yeah. So two one victory. Loudon scores first on a pretty incredible <laughs> header on a like that is not an angle you score from on corner kicks very much. That he was a solid what five yards in front of the front post pretty shallow angle on it he had to just sort of skim that ball uh, i think yeah. it went through uh zimla's arms or it, it it went right over top of his head he just barely missed it that I, so i want to give props to to loud in there uh because that i thought that was like just an incredible finish on yeah. that it's it's still frustrating though from the from the fact like this has just been such a, a, a reoccurring issue as a team, particularly with what two of the four goals that Miami just a few days earlier had scored against us being set piece 
yeah. goals. So, but anyway, I, I think unlike it. some of the Miami ones, I, that was just an incredible finish. Yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I, I, I do agree with that. But it's like a, <laughs> it's a, and then so Louisville uh, comes back in the second half, scores. Let's see, at sixty something minute. I think it's like seventy three or something like that. It was early seventy. Uh, I mean, scores near the end of the. Or it's, it's like midway through the second half, right? It's right after Dylan Maris checked in. Uh, he scored in the 68th minute. So, okay. And then score right after, right the very start of extra time, like the 91st minute to, to win the game. And I don't have to feel about it because I was ready to be super angry. But like Louisville played well and had way more chances. They just were not going in. They hit the yeah. they hit the post twice. Like you look at overall, especially having won it, it's like they dominated statistically. They had lots of good chances. They won two to one. But man, that game should have felt like it should have been wrapped up much earlier than it was. Yeah, I, I really like for a while I was really dreading it's gonna be one of those matches where it's just it just sucks. You know, you get all the opportunities and it just doesn't fall for you, especially in the in the situation that we find ourselves in, like battling for the for the table and whatnot. But they did eventually get the job done, thankfully. I mean, the weather kind of calmed down in that second half, and you get two outstanding goals. Also, um, that speaking of shots that hit the post, that that free kick from Mogul in the first half was a rip. Oh, man, I've been, I've that been deserved to, to go in. So that was too good of a shot to not go in. Did you go to the preseason match against one Knoxville? I did not. The beginning of the year. So in that one, Carlos hit uh, hit a free kick that hit off the post like that as well, kind of like in the, the the top corner. Yeah. So ever since then, I've been just, I've been really want him just to to bury one of those shots, and he keeps getting like he just keeps getting so close. Yeah, it was one of those. I mean, I'm glad that they were able to win it, but it was one of those like lit on the goal type games. They only had one off off a corner that hit the post. Oh, Jorge had a header that was just like a ripper from right outside the goal that just went right to the keeper uh wasn't wasn't there one that was close it was like an awkward sequence like right on the goal line yeah it was a bounce bounce and someone was on the ground and tried to just like tap yeah. it in at the I end Paulo yeah, maybe, just, yeah. and really not i mean we mentioned uh, i think that it was a great shot but the goal that loudon had was not like a super great opportunity that you want to push people out front like that on a header That that's like that it was not like that was middle of the box on a corner kick or anything. Yeah. And outside of that did not really have a lot of good chances. They only had nine shots total. Uh, however, fought mob defines it. No big chances from them. Um, so, I mean, like <laughs> if everything in that game had happened in a different order, I think we feel a lot better about it. It's just yeah. because it came down to the very end like that. It, feels like it is like they they should have i mean just counting up the shots that were near misses and hit the crossbar they they could have been up like four or five to one in that game oh yeah it totally it totally could have been uh ugly and i mean you're totally right on it the order just defining things so much like it's i mean our our, our the feeling that we're left with from that match is is the feeling that we had for for the majority of it which but i mean again at the end of the day, they, they got the job done. They needed they At the points, what they did. Needed the points, especially if yeah. they won a home game. Yeah. Speaking of which, I guess, um, well, if we're going to pivot to 
Uh, I have one more thing before we pivot. Okay. Yep. So, uh, Maris had had just an absolute worldy of a goal and also had the assist on the game-winning goal. Is he playing enough? Should he be because uh, he's he's been last for for the last chunk of the season, he's been like a second half sub. And should we be seeing more of him? Because he has he has been an offensive spark like the moment he's come in for the last couple games. Elijah's definitely had a lot of that as well. And I think they're the ones that are kind of directly competing with each other. And after a performance like that, it's probably when this, when the situations where I would expect that he's going to get the start next time. And Elijah will be the one coming off the bench. And it's just when there's competition things that, that, that Danny really kind of desires with the team. So it's a, a good problem that he has. So, I, I, so to your point, yeah, Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. He probably should be playing more and he probably will start to, to get to play some more. And I mean, obviously, a lot of that's going to be dictated by things that we're not going to see, such as practice and whatnot. But he's he's made it harder on Danny. He was dealing with a knock earlier in the season, wasn't he? I I can't remember. It's hard to keep track, man. It's been been a season for injuries. I think think he had to miss some time for a while. So, yeah, I don't think it was like super significant, though. Yeah, It was just a little bit of time. But yeah, I think he's definitely kind of played himself more into the conversation. I don't think he was ever like deeply on the outside, like looking in. It was just one of those things where I think Elijah was the kind of preferred choice for, for that type of role. But again, like you, you might see that inverted just simply because of his, his recent run. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a big pickup. He had a great season for El Paso. Yeah. Last season. So like he, he's proven he can handle a lot of the offensive load on, on a, a lot on a good of team. I think most of the time when he's been out there, he's been, I don't say quietly good, because, I mean, he scored several goals and whatnot. I just, I don't think that anybody's really given him the credit he deserved for what he's contributed for his time on the pitch. Yeah. He's probably, I, honestly, one of our, our better pickups in the offseason. I, I would like to see see more of him in these last last couple of games. Yeah, I do not I do not disagree with that. And, that, and this is coming from a, a an Elijah Widener fa- mega fan. <laughs> oh, two two Elijah Widener mega fans. Yeah, yeah, big fans. But uh, hey, that competition helps everybody. Yeah, so I'm down for it. So what we'll do? We'll cut to a commercial break, and when we come back, we'll talk some tables. We'll talk a little city's table. We'll talk racing's table, and then talk some talk international other, break news. Yeah, and a few other weird little random things. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Welcome back. I'm still Zach. I'm still here with Ben. Ben, we have we have no racing game to talk about this week. Uh, now a little bit of a break and international I think, break. I think it's a good thing. It's a good yeah. thing for them. I think. I think they're playing. I know Wong Shuang's over playing with China and in, in like a, a cup that should have been earlier this year, but got moved back. Uh, oh, that was about. I didn't, I didn't realize this. It was it was moved around. Yeah, that was because when they. When they signed her, it was part of her contract that she got off to play in this tournament. And mm. then <laughs> the tournament that was supposed to be sort of in the earlier in the see, I, I don't remember why it got pushed back, but it was supposed to be before the World Cup. And then it, it got pushed. 
Okay, um, I had no idea. I was not tracking on that. I think it's their Olympic qualifier. But anyway, we had international break. DeMello was off playing for Team USA and Mega Rapino's farewell tour. Uh, Timby was playing against Team USA in, <laughs> on that, that same tour. Cincinnati, too. Yep, in Cincy, which that's perfect for them. That's a it's a quick trip for 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 international duty. Not often you can drive to your international games, right? I think I saw for uh, Northern Ireland, Bex got to start. So we had, had a couple players out out on international Piggy, duty. Piggy Amsa was with uh, was with her team as well. Oh, it's Norway. Yep. Was she with the first first team or still the youth team? I think it's the first team. Nice. Yeah. Good to see from her. So anyway, because of that, no uh, no racing game to talk about, but you had some table talk you wanted to get into. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about both the team's table positioning, and I guess we've we've kind of talked about the racing one before, but it's nice to revisit it before these these final three games that they have. So racing, it's a it's a tight one. We before we're recording, you're complaining. I completely agree about the position we could have been in That's if we had so gotten got a result against uh, Houston Dash. So. So before we recorded, we talk, I finished doing the stitching on my sweet game day jacket. And I joked that I I, I guess I'll get to wear it for three games. <laughs> because I think we have two two Louisville City home games and one racing home game for the regular season. And, and as things stand right now, those are the only home games we'll, <laughs> we'll have. Um, but racing, had they take care of business in that Houston game, would be playing for that like three four spot right now they they would have a home home game on the line with these last couple games right now so uh, it just it really brings in how much of a missed opportunity that was yeah they would they would currently be one point out of a home playoff game um no i take that back they would be in a playoff home playoff game no It'd be tied for fifth. So one point behind fourth. Yeah, there we go. So they'd be right in the mix. Instead, we find ourselves in ninth with Angel City, Orlando Pride ahead of us, and then Washington Spirit in that last playoff position. The only only bright spot is it's completely within their control to swap places with Orlando. They play Orlando so they can... They they can they can swing that. They don't have to worry about another team beating Orlando. That's true, but seventh doesn't get us in, so we still nope. we still That's, have that the, just, the that Washington just does one Spirit of them. problem. <laughs> yeah, they but still got to rely on OL or the Spirit or Angel City. Uh, two of the some of those play each other, so somebody's dropping points. At, yeah, but it it's looking like they got to win out at this point. Yeah, I mean, we go away to the Red Stars, which is probably the most achievable of this last stretch. Uh, home against the Pride, and then which is the biggest, San- probably the most important yeah. of them. And then away to San Diego, which we were hoping would not matter in the end, but now it's now it really almost does. it's definitely going to matter now. If it doesn't matter, it's because they've been eliminated. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I, I really think it will be kind of like a decision day sort of thing, and it might even be a, a situation in which even if we win that one, we still don't get in again. There's just a kind of a lot of pieces still to shake out, and again, with how tight the table is, it's just it's just insane. Like how many like how many different ways things could go. Although, but I think shout out, I 
shout out to the way the schedule is done this year, though. I do like that we got a, an actual decision day. All those games, I think all those games kick off at the same time. Uh, everybody's playing on the same day. Um, I I think that is yeah, going to make for all, a very fun last time. day of the season. It's uh, five, 5 o'clock on yep. Sunday, so October 15th. I, I am a big fan of balanced schedules and everybody playing at the same time at, at the end of the season. I, I think I do, that I is do appreciate that. that is that is the proper way to run a, a soccer league. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on board with that one. Just wish it didn't matter for us. You know, I wish we, we had our, <laughs> our positive fate already. If determined. we didn't want it to matter. I mean, I think it's it was always going to matter because even if we had won that Houston game, I think it's as tight as everyone is. It's gonna, it's gonna matter for pretty much everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, we will, uh, we will see what happens on uh, with that situation as far as Louisville Cities goes. Um, yeah, like you said, it's 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 looking like we'll probably be playing on the road for the playoffs, but it's not it's not impossible. Not for grabs. Yeah, so we're tied with Memphis on points at 49, but they have the goal differential lead and it's plus six. So that kind of seems like a a pretty steep number to it's a big pick to up. overcome at this point in the game. So we really need to, to kind of beat them on points, which is we, we gotta win and they gotta they gotta drop something along the way. And we have we go away to New Mexico, home for Hartford, and then home against the Rowdies. And much like uh racing. I was kind of hoping that last game wouldn't really like be a huge like move the needle as far as like where they're going to land. But Although, at this point, they're in a weird does. position to where they're in the thick of it with Memphis, but everyone else is kind of comfortably behind them right now. So it it really does look like it's either the fourth or the fifth spot. That that's basically it, what they're. I, well, I think that's pretty much their only two spots they realistically are going to finish in. It, it helped because for for a minute there looked like Indy was going to enter the picture, but they've lost they've lost two and and drew one in their last three matches, so they've kind of uh, tripped themselves up and, and taken themselves out of the conversation. But I was I was concerned there for a second they were going to be kind of wedging themselves in the mix and kind of making things a little more complicated. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. there's Pretty seven points back us right in now. Memphis. I mean. I guess it's always possible theoretically for the uh, for the Rowdies to kind of fall from grace a bit. I, they have they have four games. I'm not expecting it. They have four games left: Hartford, Loudon, Pittsburgh. And I say they have a game in hand, and they're five points up right now. So we'll see. Yeah, it's. I mean, Hartford and Loudon, like they're going to win. They should be winning those at least. You never know. Would have they would have done us a solid if they like drew with uh, Memphis. Because that would be, I guess, best scenario would it keep them with kind of within reach of us and help us get over over Memphis? Because I don't want, I didn't want, I don't want them to win either. Because then that that just kind of extends their their positioning. Yeah, hate being so, in a position to have to pay attention to other teams' schedules. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, like it, it seems most likely that we are going to play Memphis in the playoffs. It's just kind of determining where and it seems yeah, more who, likely who's going to be at home. More likely, we're going to AutoZone Park than them coming to Lynn Family Stadium. But you never know. You never know. It's doable. I wish, was, I wish this was a more positive conversation. I was hoping by this point in the game, like, we could be more optimistic. Home playoffs, baby. Yeah, racing's in. But I mean, like, the NWSL, though, those everything is so tight there that 
man, they, they might get a home playoff game. It's weird. It's real weird over there right now. Uh, I'm not, I'm the, not betting on it. No, it that no, way. I just mean like it, it is, they are they within could. reach of that home playoff spot. It's, it's They're very weird eliminated. for it to be this tight right now. Yeah. Not eliminate. And it's not one of those weird situations where it takes like a hundred different scenarios to happen. Like, but anyway, ah, uh, well, and also the, it's kind of like the, the West of the USL is like that right now too. Cause I, I think you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, New Mexico's second to bottom in the table. So you're like, Oh, that should be like a winnable game, but their record's not that bad. <laughs> they, like, uh, they are only, uh, a couple points out right now. They, they're 10, seven and 14. That's, that's win, draw, loss, the way it should be. They have 37 points. 41 points is the playoff cutoff line right now there. Yeah. So, But here's another way of looking at it. 37 that points. That whole is Western the, Conference is tight. Yeah. I mean, but for context, like 37 points, that's how many points Detroit has. Like, so they're kind of like, I'd say roughly in that territory. A team we should be beating, but as we've seen, like, we I just mean, could lose to. Yes, they're second to last, but there's a big... There's a big gap between them and the bottom of the table and a very small gap between them and everyone in front of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not like utter, like horrible dumpster fire, but like they Las are Vegas. certainly, <laughs> they are certainly a team that we, we should be beating on under normal circumstances, but you, you just, you never know what team's going to come out. Yeah. So any final thoughts on, on either tables or the, uh, the upcoming conclusion of our, of our so- regular soccer season? Ah, I mean, I think that covers it. I, I don't feel great, but also, man, it's like, it's still, still a lot up for grabs. Less for Absolutely. Louisville City, but lot, it, like everything's up in the air for racing. That that can shake out a lot of different ways. These last three games. So here's here's the silver silver lining to all this is that when you have things like this close and this dramatic, it makes winning or achieving something like that all the all the sweeter. So that's 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 how I'm trying to positively spin it to myself. So if we do succeed, it's going to feel that much better rather than us like kind of cruising to the finish line, you know. Oh, we talked about the international break a little bit. Uh, do we want to do we want to mention that Wang Shuang scored five goals in a game for China? You, you told me this and I didn't believe it. How uh, So China played Mongolia. What was the final score of China versus Mongolia? Uh, 16 to nothing. Yikes. Uh, and five of those were <laughs> walks once. Uh, other than like Erling Haaland, it uh, back when he was playing with the youth team, and I think he had like nine goals in a game or something absurd. Yep, yep. I've never heard of anyone scoring that much in a game. Well, U.S. and and Thailand and uh, U.S. Thailand, yeah, like what a world two World Cups ago or something. Like, but yeah, um, Mongolia never didn't exactly strike me as a soccer nation, but at the same time, like, it's still did pretty, uh, pretty lopsided. I'm not even positive you can play soccer in Mongolia. Like, Mongolia is that does not have the climate <laughs> for for playing soccer. It's on top of a huge plateau. They get cold winds from Siberia. It is like I think I believe it's the coldest like major occupied city in the in the world <laughs> it uh the there's only like three million people in mongolia and i think like 50 to 60 percent of them live in the capital city it, it's basically a city and then huge 
barren like plains <laughs> high mountain plains it's also super high up so like uh anyway that not yeah i would not expect mongolia to be a super strong football nation the only time i ever think of mongolia is in the context of like milan because they were like the the bet like weren't the huns weren't they mongolian yeah, so I think of that, and then my elementary school music teacher did like a mission, like trip to Mongolia, and that was the first time I heard of that country ever being mentioned. Yes, <laughs> I believe that. Everything I ever think of. Crash Course World History, uh, it's like a YouTube history channel. I used to really enjoy that. The running gag on there was that the exception to every rule about civilizations they made was the Mongolians. <laughs> Crash Course Civils, I have to look that up. I'm always looking for fun uh, YouTube series to follow. Yeah, Crash Course is great. Good deal. So I think there's one other thing you wanted to, to bring up. What was that, Zach? Okay. Yeah. So we got we got time to fill this week. I I so I, I sent you a tweet. Uh so I, I am generally not one for celebrity dating news, but somebody somebody had shared uh so T- Taylor Swift is, I guess maybe, I don't I don't know. I think maybe dating somebody on the the Chiefs, uh, and <laughs> he Travis uh, Kelsey, yeah, his his podcast has shot to number one on the Apple Podcast charts this week. Uh, there was a four hundred percent increase in jersey sales for his jersey. The um, their game this weekend was the 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 highest watched NFL game of the week. Uh, it was like two or three times as many viewers as the last game they played. Uh, uh, there was a, I think a 70% increase in female viewers for, for the game o- over, over their average on the season, 400,000 new followers on Instagram, just a list of here's the plan, Benton. We gotta, we gotta send someone on Louisville city to date Taylor Swift. We need that Swift bump for the team. We need to, I feel like, I feel like we could give, give the messy show a run for its money if we could if we could get someone in there to date taylor swift on the team and so i wanted to know who who's your pick we get we <laughs> we sit we get vip tickets for one one person in a little city to try to get them to sweet talk taylor swift who we send them why well, i'd appreciate the benefits all those you know the, all the increase in basically everything that it'd bring i think it'd be an enormous distraction and i don't love the idea but that's why I'm. That's why I'm happy it happens to the Chiefs because I can't wait for them to break up and then he just getting absolutely like roasted on some albums. Be like the most listened to thing of all time. But all of that aside, time to to pick a player. Um, Jorge, which Gonzalez. is a good choice. I was gonna come with Oscar. The women in my life seem to mostly have a crush on Oscar. But I like the choice of Jorge. I feel like that's a good. That's a I good choice. Jorge's perceived as being. He's got a, that European vibe. Yeah, fun, fun young Spaniard. Like that just that seems like it would uh it would work to me. So uh so Jorge, I nominate you to date Taylor Swift. Sorry if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> do it do it for the team, buddy. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, man. You're gonna have to take one for the team. You're gonna have to be the most hated person in America in a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> so um did you have did you have a, an, an, another runner up? Besides I, Oscar, this was not my idea. Mulling we, over. We we had a group check with the state of Louisville guys that they wanted to throw out Paolo there because uh, uh, Paolo, it, <laughs> um, 
Oh gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, pa- Katie George. Yeah. Uh, Paolo managed to nab Katie George. So like pa- Paolo has some skills. Um, I guess Katie would have to take one for the team. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think Paolo's also a good choice. Could you imagine how like how much of a circus it would be if she did just like not like not even like dating and something? She she just wanted to go to a Louisville City game. Like it's one thing for Jack Harlow to do it; it's another if like Taylor Swift does that with like how obsessive the like the fans are. Like I honestly don't even think the stadium is equipped to just like handle the the security like necessary for well, something now, like that. Now you got me thinking: is our best shot actually to get Jack Harlow to take her to a game? It's it's Jack Harlow actually our best chance. <laughs> That's actually probably the most like realistic. That would, that's uh, the, that's probably success. actually the most realistic. <laughs> they like when they cross orbit, they probably know of each other's existence because all the other people <laughs> are just named. She does not know they exist. <laughs> so yeah, it's Jack Harlow is the right answer. <laughs> I, I think I, super I, fan. actually I I changed I changed. Sorry, Oscar. That would that would be pretty funny though, yeah, but I don't know if he's going to take her to a, a a second division soccer match. Maybe maybe your top division uh, women's team though. Yeah. That could be fun. Huh? Where's she from? Does she have like a like a, a team that she would theoretically associate with if she was a sporting person? I don't she's think she's from she is, Tennessee. But... So, oh, I knew like, I knew that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Nash- Nashville SC probably SC anyway. Uh... Big, big Vandy fan, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a way you could finally get um vanderbilt to have uh, people in attendance for the football games yeah there's notoriously never anybody there or when there are people there it's all the other team it's a little sad all right uh, do you have do you have anything else no not this not this point just kind of we're we're waiting with beta stretch these, uh, these last few games because of just how important they are weather. It's stressful. Yeah. Jacket weather. You got your jacket on. It's ready for its debut. I'm ready to break mine back out, which I only got to really wear late in the season. Look at that. I can't wait for I don't people think we're to... going to post the video, so it doesn't matter. I was showing yeah. it off. I can't wait for people to to get that. I know you posted a picture and I hope people see it. You did it. You did that by hand. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just went to Etsy. I'm like, here's what I want. Will you make this? And somebody did that. You did it by hand. I did That's that impressive. with some stuff. Uh, yeah, I got like it's like most of the patches are off Etsy, but the I wanted the big Vamos Morados logo on the back. Also, you can't change the logo of the website now, just because I ain't I ain't stitching that again. <laughs> that took too many weeks. No, that's right. I have no plans We're to change. I love, I love I love the concept, and I had to get somebody else to make it for me. It's not like I have that that uh, digital graphic design ability to do so. Oh, I was talking about the jacket with one of my neighbors, uh, and so like, native native plants have also been a big one. So. I, I was I was like, oh, Kentucky State Flowers Goldenrod. After I do the Vamos Morales logo on the back, I should do like a goldenrod on the jacket somewhere. And I mentioned this to my neighbor, and she was she was like, Aren't you currently stitching a goldenrod right there in front of me? And I was like, Oh, that's what that is below the Kentucky crest. I already have two goldenrod on the jacket. Yep. So yeah, so maybe if you're all done. That's okay. In my head, <laughs> looking at that, looking at the like the state flag, I had always seen that in my head as like big yellow petals, like not as collections of little yellow petals, which is what goldenrod is. 
Yeah. Uh, it's just the way it was stylized in the drawing. I never put two and two together. That's what it was. You learn something new every day, huh? Yeah. And then Lori pointed out to me, I think the the flower that I copied over from Racing's um, jersey, I think might actually also have a golden rod in the background. <laughs> you have all sorts of uh, native pollinators on your on your jacket. Good for you. I want to do some bees. That that is beads. Either find some pins, like because like the like the racing home kit from last year, like butterflies and bees. I want to. I was just doing the on. the rest of the development show. The, the joke that bees and beads. I do that all the time. Anytime one of those words is said, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> bees. Yeah. All right, Ben. I think we've wasted these people's time for long enough. Yeah, I'm getting on the weird rest of development jokes. <laughs> So thank you guys for for tuning in as always. Stay tuned with us for the last push of the season for both Louisville City and Racing. We'll talk about these matches and how things are playing out. More stressful than we want it to be, but again, hopefully it makes winning all the better. Fingers crossed on the winning part. So take care. Catch you guys next week. Vamos Marados. Bye, y'all. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.